healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife. Open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. You don't have to be a psychic or a medium to hear a voice from the other side. It's actually more common than you might think. Yeah, and I think that the proof is really in all those thousands of stories. We can find personal stories from people that end up in books. And, you know, like all of our listeners listening around the world, they're just normal people. In fact, we are currently reading a book called Hello from Heaven by Bill and Judy Guggenheim, and it has a collection of stories, hundreds of these personal stories where people believe that they've been contacted by spirits. The authors of the book came up with the term after death communication, which we will be referring to as ADCs, and it groups the stories together by type of communication. They came up with 12 categories. Last week, we spoke on sensing a presence, which they found as the most common type of ABC. And this week, we're talking about hearing a spirit. Right. And hearing a spirit can either be an audible voice that you hear outside your head, just as if someone is speaking right next to you. And it can also be something that's in your mind that's telepathic. So an experience that will clearly carry the personality of another person and stands out to you as someone else, but you, and you know, it's not your own thoughts, but it's in your head. Any ADC experience, the coolest thing is that it's going to bring you a much greater sense of peace. But our focus today is going to be talking about hearing those spirits. Yeah. Auditory ADCs are usually short and to the point. Mostly they're there to tell you they're okay, not to worry, or they love you. So they just want to give you that little short so you can feel better right in that moment. And that's what I love about all these stories is the experience usually has a lasting healing power that sticks with people and can sometimes really turn around their whole thought on what life is about, the purpose of life, why we're living you know, it definitely takes the sting out of some of the grief and there's, you know, different types as we were talking about hearing voices outside your head or inside your head. Yeah. That telepathic. Yeah. And sometimes, well, it's like a thought transference of an idea or a concept that'll come through in someone else's words or their way or their personality can still come through. And some yeah. of them were there. They could be one way, like you just hear them say something to you, or maybe if you try saying something back, maybe they answer. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they do. And then there's the other um, kind of ADC, which is combined where they, you can hear it and you can feel their presence at the same time. And it's called a a sentient ADC combined with a sensation. Yeah. And I think that's, that's great too. So you have those two way communications or you have those two different kinds of feel, you have that feeling and hearing. I think that's amazing that they can do both 
at the same time right. for that, their loved one. When you were talking about sensing, you know, last week with one of your favorite stories at the funeral where the two children, you know, they felt like they were next to their, was it the grandmother in that story? The, the sister and the nephew, the sisters. And- so they felt them as well. So it's, it's just like that when you hear someone, if you hear a voice or in, even in your head, you know, it's grandma and she's like, I love you. I'm still here. But then you also feel that love. Yeah. That's just such a gift. And there were a lot of really fun stories that are in this book. Yeah, there's so many that we can't talk about each and every single one. So I would say go get that book so you can read on all of them. Right. Because all these stories have something that will touch you. Like I could go in and tell you every single story, but it would make this this podcast really long. So, (laughs) well, and that's why we're also breaking this book up into the section so we can really focus on it. People could think about their own life and where something like this has affected them or in their own experience. I do have a couple of experiences hearing voices and I don't know if you do. Me, no. I I want to have that. I've asked for that recently, actually, since reading this book. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing if it will happen right. and not... Uh, We'll find out in the next few few weeks if any of this happens and you can, I'll let you guys know on that. But yeah. as of yet, nope. I know you've heard your dad, right? Yes. I actually heard him when I was at the John Edward show, crossing over with John Edward when he did the TV show back in the year 2000. It had been several years since he had passed. And at the beginning of the show, I'm just looking around at all the people thinking that they were in much more pain than I was. And I was okay with his passing at this point in my life. And I thought to myself, it's okay, dad, you don't have to come through. All these other people need people. And I got this tingling in the back of my neck and I heard his voice say, I will be the last one. And he was right (laughs) after John pulled him through. He said, that's it, everybody. They've left. They're gone. And he walked out and that's when it (laughs) hit me in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, he said he would be the last one. And he was, so that was amazing. I also, I heard someone I went to high school with when I was driving my car and they describe in this book that the reason it happens a lot when you're driving your car is because you're in this autopilot mode, your mind is quieter and you can be more susceptible. So maybe you just need to go on more drives, Trisha, but you don't like driving. I don't like driving. So I don't know if that's going to happen. I'll do the meditation at home rather than Right. The car. It's not even spooky or alarming. It, it does catch your attention because you, you know, I, I heard, and again, this other one, my friend's voice, it sounded like his voice and he wanted me wow. to call his fiance. That's and, right. I remember, I remember that now. Okay. And this was a two-way one because I responded with, I didn't know her. What would I say to her? <laughs> right. And, and that was the one where he then said Bosco. And I said, well, I didn't, what the hell is Bosco? I didn't even know what right. that was. And I never did make the phone call. It, it turned out that that was a year after his passing. She must've been in a lot of pain and he was worried. I did find out later that they together had a cat named Bosco. So that's what Bosco meant but I never made that call. And someone else was very intuitive in thinking that maybe he was trying to tell her that he had the cat Bosco. Maybe the cat died. I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that was an interesting thought that I didn't realize. They're like, maybe he was trying to say that Bosco the cat was with him. I was like, oh, okay. I, I don't know because I didn't act on it. It wasn't something that I was called to do or, or drawn to do at that stage of my life. I also, I did hear my grandmother when I was sitting in church. Wow. That's and cool too. I felt like she needed me to tell my aunt something. And that was her daughter who was with her physically when she died. And this is the grandmother that I've told a story of being with her when she passed, you know, having that, when we talked before about having those shared death experiences, I had a shared death experience with my grandmother. We have a whole other podcast on, but she wanted me to give my aunt a message. And I started writing and what I'd forgotten until I was recently talking to my aunt about it. Cause I said, I honestly don't even remember what I wrote. My aunt kept whatever it was I wrote. Oh, wow. And it meant a lot to her. And my aunt said that she remembers that when I gave it to her, I said <laughs> that mama was whispering, we were in church. And in my mind, I was saying, <laughs> speak up. I can't hear you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my aunt always thought that was funny that she came across to me as whispering to me in church. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is funny because you don't want to be loud when you're in the middle of the service. Right. So no. she's like, I can't interrupt the, the pastor right That's now. Right. So she would normally never talk during church. So right. absolutely. She just she must have seen, you know, I wonder what it is we put off for our spirits that know we're going to hear them. You know, it's just like why was she talking to me? Or maybe she got through and I just felt like, oh, I have to write this down, whatever it was. And, right. you know, and that's, yes. that's hearing the voice and it's, it's not alarming. It's not something I do on a regular basis. And I don't put myself out there as a medium or right. any kind of psychic, but this is something it can, that can happen to anybody. Yeah. Anybody can have any of these experiences, which is something great that you can go, okay, I can hear them at some point maybe, or I can feel them sometime at one right. point. And that will help you get through whatever you might be going through at that moment. Even right. if it's years later, like you said, yeah, your dad came to you years later, not yeah. like right after. Right. So it's a great thing to have happen to you. And it's very healing for anybody who has it. Yeah. From especially reading these different stories that in the book. At how much it helped these people that were grieving. And you just yeah. have to accept that it's happening. Listen and go with it. Don't spend your energy questioning it on why or how it's happening. Yeah. You know, it just, just go with it. Cause, and there's some really cute stories. One that I thought was pretty funny was where there was a wife who had passed away. And in this story, the husband claims that he had a communication relationship with his wife since she passed like he felt that he communicated with her often anyway but one day she very firmly tells him <laughs> to clean up the house and she said clean up the house now and he obeyed her <laughs> right you better obey your wife even yeah. if she's not there in body so <laughs> she's saying clean up the house now and he did and then right as he finished cleaning up he gets a knock on the door and it's some of her sorority sisters that were coming to visit unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> so good for her telling him that because 
even from the other side, she doesn't want her sorority sisters to see her house a mess, even though she's not there. That's what I thought was funny. I was like, wow, she didn't want her sorority sisters to see her house after she was dead. She still cared about that. <laughs> right. At that point, I'd be like, okay, let him live his life. Let him, if it wants to be dirty, okay. Let them see how sloppy he is. <laughs> right. See, he can't move on without her, without a clean house. So, hey. <laughs> You know, I don't want to think that after I die, I'm still having to come back and tell my husband to clean up the house. <laughs> right? No. I know. I don't right. think I'll be doing that. I Take out know. the trash. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Empty the letter box now. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's funny. But that to yeah. me shows their personality is still intact, you know, yeah. and the, the relationships with people are still intact. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a great thing. And another one that was kind of cute and funny all at the same time, there was a father whose son died, came to his dad, and they had this same kind of sense of humor. It was personal to their family as the dad was thinking about his son in the last moments. He wondered how he went and he heard his son say in a Minnesota accent because they traveled a lot from different states. So there was different accents and his son said, okay. So he knew, I know I'm probably didn't say that right. So I'm sorry for anybody who has that accent. No, well, you do better than I could. That's why I was asking you to tell that story. But yeah, he, <laughs> he was wondering how it went for his son when his son died. He's like, wonder what that was like. I wonder what that was like. And so he yeah. said his son's answer was very short and to the point like yeah. that it was, well, the, that's the way it went. It went okay. But yeah. with this accent that apparently was a personal yeah. joke in the family that they appreciated dialects all across the country. Yeah, because they would say different dialects from different places they've been or lived. So, right. and they had fun with it. And I think that was one that they did probably the most often. So right. didn't have right. fun with. Right. So I think that was great. Yeah. And then there was another one where, a grandmother on her way to work, her grandson had passed away and it was her daughter's birthday. And she heard her grandson ask grandma, will you please get my mom a red rose for her birthday and tell her I love her. And grandma thought, well, yes. And, and again, I find yeah. it interesting that when you, this happens, you don't question where yeah. this voice came from, you know, it's him. And you're like, okay, so on her way to work, she goes to look for a florist and it was still earlier than most florists would open. And she went to one, then another and another, and she couldn't find one. And he actually told her to turn around and go a different direction that she normally wouldn't go. And she found a florist she didn't even know existed, saw a woman putting a key in the door to open the door, just opening right. the, the store, you know, perfect timing. And there yes. was a sign on the door that said there was a special on roses, a, you know, a dollar for a rose. Yeah, so that, that was kind of neat. And she, you know, followed his instructions and of course, the mother then appreciated it. You had a good thought about that. Yeah. I always was thinking, was there something that they had together? Like some, like a rose had meant something between them or right. He always gave her a rose, like on her birthday or something to that fact. 
that there has to be something there. The similar to the last story with the accent. Yeah, there's a tradition kind of a thing that they have these special moments or just memories that they loved. Like the mom loved roses. So maybe he's like, I have to get her a rose because I know she loves roses. So just getting that kind of little special thing. Yeah, because if I were to pick one flower for my mom, it'd be a carnation. She always loved carnations, you know, and they'd come in different colors and stuff. And that was always really cool. Yeah, my mom was the rose. She did love roses, all different colors, not just the red, but she liked the pink was her one of her favorites is the pink rose. So because we always had that we had roses in our front yard and roses in our backyard all the time. And we would always pick them and put them in the house. So I know the rose was her. thing yeah so they know just how to come through in a special way that you can identify and recognize that it's real you know and not question it at all yeah it's great and then there's this other story that got to me too there was a son who went swimming every morning that was like his thing he would go swimming in the morning around 4 a.m and his dad he was sick or something and he was dying and all of a sudden he heard his dad's voice saying, I'm in heaven now. Don't worry about me. I feel fine. I'm really happy. All the burdens and problems that were on my shoulders are gone. And he didn't know that his dad had passed yet. Yeah, that's cool. So he heard this before he knew. So he's like, that probably triggered. Okay, that gave him a sense of peace to hear, hear his dad saying this, that he's, he's good. And realize that his dad must have come to him and said that after he died. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's great because like, say he goes home and then hears it and not without the voice. It's, it's more, it hurts more, I would say. So to hear him say this to his son, I think that was like a big sense of, okay, right. I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but it just, well, in the book, they call it an evidential ADC, meaning that you find out something that you wouldn't have known prior to the experience. So in that way, he was hearing, he wasn't really finding out information other than that his dad passed. Right. And then they go in even further where, you know, they might say, look in my jacket pocket. And that may have been where they left a lot of money you didn't know was there. So that was an example of one story. Yeah. Or the story where the woman had a headache after her husband died. She heard him tell her that he knew why she had the headaches and said that it was because her glasses were crooked. Right. And he's an ophthalmologist. So he was in the field of eyeglasses. And I don't think he had, she had headaches before that. She never had headaches before he passed. So he was very unusual for her to have headaches. That's why. And then her husband came to her and said, go to this person, he'll help you. And he helped her and she didn't have any headaches. I thought that was amazing. He solved the problem. That's true. So that's an evidential ADC, something you've learned that you wouldn't have known otherwise. But my favorite one, it's a really good example of that is when a woman heard her mother say, 
check on the baby now. And she kept insisting. And at first, yeah. at first, the woman wasn't even going to do it. She, she was kind of dismissing that. Well, no, she's fine. She's sleeping What you know, but she right. was very persistent. And so when she finally gave into that feeling and those, the voice and those words to say, check on the baby now. And she was very persistent and didn't give up. She goes in and the baby had gotten wrapped up the blanket and was turning blue. <laughs> Yeah, because it was her friend's baby at the time. So it was her friend's baby and she was going to go to the grocery store and pick up stuff. So for the mom to even say this to about a friend's baby, not even her like grandbaby. The baby was fine. Yeah. She picked her up and the baby started crying. So she didn't even have to do any kind of CPR. Yeah. Breathing resuscitation or anything. So it was perfect timing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It just proves that they're still paying attention to us. They still care about us after they die and it, they're still around and that should give us some kind of warmth and comfort. Yeah. That's yeah. It's very healing on that end too. just say to know that they're not going to let you alone. Right. At any moment they're there with you at all times. Right. And they're going to help you whenever they can. So what would you want to learn or be told from your parents? <laughs> If you got to make up something. Well, for me, because I didn't get to hear my mom tell me, I know she does. She loves me. And I just want to know that she's okay, to be honest, because because she in the last moment, she was basically she couldn't talk. So I would say she was probably in a coma kind of thing stage. Mm -hmm. So I didn't hear that from her. And my dad, probably the same thing, because it was a sudden thing. Right. For him, I, I want to know that he didn't suffer like it because it was all like a sudden massive heart attack. Right. Um, so I didn't know. I know my mom, they she was on pain medication, so I doubt she really felt anything. But my dad, it wasn't. So I want to know if he was if he suffered, which I know from hearing every all the near death experiences and all these other stories that there's no pain when you're right. getting to that moment. But to know personally that yourself, that your loved one wasn't in pain gives you more a sense of, okay, I, that makes you feel better. Sorry. I'm getting a little teary. You're getting yourself emotional. Oh, but yeah, that's what I would love to hear. Now that you've requested that with all your heart and all your emotion, I hope it comes true. It might, you may have just like brought it on. So it's really cool that we've been talking these and doing these live talks on the Wisdom app. It's a new social audio listening app where we can just kind of have our own radio show whenever you want. And it's been a really neat way to interact with our listeners. I encourage everyone who's listening to download the Wisdom app. Look for us there. When we do live talks, people can also call in and talk with us to share their story or their insight on the afterlife and all these topics that we love so much. We had a, a medium call in with us this last time and talk about her belief in, you know, why it's so easy for children to see spirits, you know, so it's really kind of neat to do that. Yeah. It's to hear other people and their insight. It's just it gives you um, another perspective on somebody, what they're feeling, what they're seeing, what they're hearing. And from some of them like her, her is an expertise on the mediumship because she does that 
for right. a living. So it's great to hear somebody who is actual medium saying, don't like say, no, you're not hearing. Right. No, she was validating it. She was <laughs> yes. validating it. That happens. Yeah. yeah so, cause it happened to her, she believes even when yeah. she was a kid. So yeah. it was a great thing to hear all these different people that have come on not just yours, but when we do ours together, right? These different people. It's great. I believe you have a clip of somebody from one of your talks. This is just a perfect example of somebody who had what we were calling the a combined experience where they felt and they heard something. And I'll just let him tell his story. And I felt this hand on my shoulder. It felt like really very real, like a yes. hand was on my shoulder. And I didn't necessarily hear a voice, but it, it was very clear and loud in my head. And the voice I heard is, we are equal partners. We are equal partners. And again, I can interpret it at the time. It was just like, oh, that was interesting, you know? And actually right. it was kind of like, I was like, oh, I want more of this. I want more of this gentleness, yeah. right? So what's cool is that he points out the feeling was wanting more, not a fear, yeah not questioning just that that was wonderful yeah he accepted what he felt and what he heard and knew it was his dad yeah so you could hear it in his voice that joy that he had at that moment right when he heard from his dad and felt his dad touch his shoulder and those words were what they've they've told each other that's too right. so he knew okay that's exactly what my dad would say Right. So that just right there can validate something for somebody because it's not us. It's not from the book that we're reading from somebody. It's from a personal live person that said it. And I'm so inspired by this book to do our version of the research using modern technology, using these social apps and podcasting and being able to get more people to talk about their experience and share what they have seen, heard, or felt so that they could bring hope and healing to others. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. Our podcast, Surviving Death and Dying, is available worldwide on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note, Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com, where we have the links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.